John Sylvain, not McCain. John Sylvain, he likes to take a train. The Yale educated his brain. He's just a boy from New England. Working summer by the beach in Seabrook. Not John, John, John Sylvain. John, John, John Sylvain. John, John, John Sylvain. Hey everybody, welcome to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. We are podding away. Something is happening, apparently. Uh, how is everyone doing? I'm here with a bunch of merps. We got Cassandra, we got John Sylvain, we got Stephen Cooper. We are on the precipice. We are at the end of an era here where we're just hours away from the end of... Uh, Cassandra's quitting? Cassandra. Bye. Oh, thank yep. God. She yeah. finally Why? got a pilot or something. Wait, what? <laughs> she got what? <laughs> yeah, uh, the UPN gave you a pilot, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a URL save the network. Yes, it's yeah. direct, direct, direct DVD mail. Yeah, pilot. like uh, 14 years ago, you're gonna you're gonna travel <laughs> back in time and save. They're the giving UPN. me like seven thousand dollars, though. Whoa, that's pretty good. Thanks. Not for that. Not per episode. For the season. No, for the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For for five seasons. It's going to go into syndication. <laughs> I uh, yeah. Are you guys excited about um, the the inauguration tomorrow? Or are you more excited about the end of Trump? I'm not excited about either one. Yeah. Are you going to miss him, John? I'm, no, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to... Uh, to go- I, I'm in favor of government being boring again. Yeah. Hey John, so, where's your mic? Every all of us uh, I don't know. All of us I have our know. mics like <laughs> just inches away from <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it's somewhere in here. Um yeah. is this better? I, I <laughs> yeah, yeah, get a little closer, John. A little closer. No? Is that good? I, am I sound I mean, does this sound okay? No. Uh, not really. No. But it always sounds better <laughs> when you're a little bit closer. But, when I'm a little bit closer, like this or now? What? Tell right. me. I'll do whatever you want. John, set your fucking recliner up to straight and see if it tastes like it's just better. I'm sitting forward. You're literally (laughs) going back. He's standing up. That's the weird thing. Look at how. (laughs) On the chair. (laughs) Okay, welcome to the pre show. I am. Take your gaming chair out of Donkey Kong mode and get into Gears of War 5. That would be that would I'd be living my best life, which I'm not. No, you're, yes, you are. Of course, you. We're all living our best lives. Nah, not this past year. Oh well, as uh, best we can. We. Oh, hey, how about that for the dumbest, shortest civil war in the history of civil wars? Yeah, something happens tomorrow. <laughs> I know. I know. There were. Don't say anything, Steve. This past week, there were all these alerts. There were more. National Guard troops out in Washington than there were troops in Afghanistan and Iraq combined. Uh, Wait, really fast. Yeah. I think Steve killed Phil Spector. Yeah, did you bring right. him up? Yeah, I believe I did. Yeah. He was on the list? Right. I think he was, he was on the list. I think I, met, uh, I, think I mentioned list. him. Did you yeah. not have a list written down? You're just naming people? I was, I was looking at a list. I thought of when I heard he died. I was like, is that on Yeah. I, I picked a bunch of people in prison. So I definitely picked Cosby and I picked him. So 
I mean, he was kind of old anyway, but. 81. Yeah, no, I think you killed him. Good. Yeah. Well done, Stephen. Well, he shot a lady in the head, so. Sure. Well, yeah, but he's Phil Spector. I know. Here's the thing. It's like, why are. Why Can someone tell me what that means? If it's, you can't kill people. Yeah, who the fuck what did he do? Spectre? What is what is a Phil Spector? He developed the Phil? wall of sound. What does that mean? I hear I hear these words. I don't think anyone knows what they mean. Like, what's means, the wall of sound? The wall of sound. He had like the the um uh the uh, uh mm-hmm. the Ronettes. Mm-hmm. He he produced uh Let it, Let it, and, yeah, and then the wall of sound is characterized by Paul McCartney having like eleven pianos and like four or five or six or 10 like drum sets and, and or, just having this sort of and orchestral uh, instruments, just putting a lot of uh, reverb and sort of a, a, just a big bold sound that Paul McCartney apparently hated. And then I, I don't know, like released a, a remix that he did, like that he produced, like, I don't know, a decade ago. But uh, yeah, I, I so guess he's a record. He's an engineer that also was a producer. a record producer. Yeah, record yeah. producer. Yeah. yeah. Can you name that. five other record producers? Yeah. Yeah, I could. If you okay. want me to. Please. Let's do it. Butch All right. Big. He's a guy. Uh, Jimmy Iovini. Yeah. Um, uh, That's Will two. Steven, Steven Van Zandt. Nah, come on. He's a musician. Come on. Um, how about oh, uh, John Landau? Would you take him, even though he's a. Uh, I don't know yeah, who that is. Producer. He produces uh, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, here we go. Come on, John. Gucci Mane. And Gucci, Gucci Mane. And, um, and Mike uh, Will made it. Pharrell. Uh, John Ronson. You got... Uh, oh, Mark Ronson. Oh, Mark Ronson. Mark Ronson. You got Rick Rubin. And his brother, John. Rick... Walk a flock of flame. Well, walk a flock of flame. <laughs> yeah. All right. You named some producers. I'm impressed. Why? Yeah. Because I like everyone talks about Phil Spector, and I even watched the HBO movie with Al Pacino, and I I left it going, "Who's Phil Spector? What is what did he do?" And I, John, he Piricello. had a lot of hits in the sixties. Yeah, I wasn't alive, so I don't know any of the, all those references you made. I'm like, I don't know what a Ronette is. I don't. I mean, I okay. know the Beatles. Well, then are. it must not be important if yeah. you don't know what it is. No, I'm trying Man, to understand. On Monday, my heart stood still. To do run, run, run. To do run, run. Come on. Yeah. And why did he have such crazy hair? What was that? What was the reasoning? Same reason that Brian, uh, what's it, Grazer has, has crazy hair. Yeah. To get attention. Rich. They're both unattractive Jews. Yes, that's exactly oh, right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and he also, he produced a, a Ramones album, Rock and Roll Radio. He produced Rock and Roll Radio. I'm familiar with that. Yeah. Well, if you listen to Rock and Roll Radio and you listen to other Ramones albums, you'll notice that there's a, uh, a distinct lack of, any kind of space in between anything in rock and roll radio. I always get it confused because the Grateful Dead had a wall of sound or had a wall of sound, which is a completely different thing. They had a wall of speakers. Yeah, but they call it the wall of sound. Oh, oh. they did? Yeah. So I always was like, did Phil Spector like go on tour with a bunch of hippies and stack speakers? It's weird. No, he was more of a fascist. Oh. Now, do you think he shot, um, he- he got special treatment because he was rich. Phil Spector did when he. So if, if you guys don't know, listeners out there, 18 years ago, he brought a like a, he a B uh, whatever, <clears throat> like a movie starlet back to his place in Alhambra and shot, was playing around with a gun and shot her in the face. 
and he was arrested and was in prison all this time. Uh, found he was convicted, um, and you know there was just all this talk about rich people getting better treatment, getting lighter sentences. There's like the, you know, what do they call it? Uh, that that rich guy in Texas who got really drunk and killed a bunch of people while driving drunk, and then didn't have to serve any prison because the the judge said, oh, you know, or the re rationale was he he wouldn't be used to it uh to being in prison because he was from a wealthy family um I, does that ring a bell to anybody not that one. Oh um, no but i mean are you saying are you saying do you think that is the question is uh is an advantage in every single situation to have a lot of money um, i would say no <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's why that's why I don't have a lot of money. Ethan, I don't think it's Ethan Couch was his name. He was uh, in Texas. the trust fund kid, right? Yeah, trust fund kid, and yeah, they I forget what the term was. They came out, they came for it, but um, yeah, it just he say, well, he killed a lot of people, but he's rich and white, so you know, this is a punishment enough that he had to show up in court. He had ten years probation. Come on. Oh wow! Well, yeah. that's that's like uh, that's like the death penalty four times for a rich white guy. Affluenza is what they call it. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that rings a bell. Yeah, and meanwhile there was the woman who was just executed uh, last week, or a week or two ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, our federal government's killing people left and right. That Trump man, he knows how to kill people. Yeah, she was the first uh, woman executed in uh, many many years, and I mean she did a horrible crime. She killed a woman and ripped her un her unborn baby out of her uh, uterus, and then uh, the the baby lived. And uh, yeah, I guess it was like sixteen years ago. Um, and so she was sentenced to death for that. But she, they were arguing that she was uh, mentally ill because she had grown up being abused, being sold into sex uh, slavery. She was forced to marry her step brother horrible things so in that sense i feel like she like she was a product of her not that she's not guilty of those things but she is a product of those circumstances whereas if you're a rich person you should have you have every advantage and you should know that have a better appreciation for right from wrong uh am, what <laughs> I I think so. if you're a rich person, you should have a better appreciation. That's not my my experience. I guess not, but but you have every opportunity to to um, and every advantage to like to to know what uh, to know that I don't know. Like this this poor woman was victimized her entire life, and she was not. She did not have the same. I imagine that had she been in different circumstances, she might still be mentally ill, but she wouldn't have been um, gone on a murderous rampage. You know, she might have like had... Robert Durst. Um, right. Yeah, he's got money. Yeah. He and... also went on a murderous rampage, kind of. And where is he now? I don't know. Like filming a documentary, burping somewhere. He's yeah. down at the Netflix studios working on his uh, his new project. <laughs> he's got a talk show. Stealing a sandwich from a random place, like wearing a disguise for no reason. Yeah, no, he's um he is facing another murder trial, but um, another one. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, just learned how to spell Mulholland. Was it? Was that? The I know Beverly. It was Beverly. He was spelling wrong. Oh, 
I just, I, it just irks me that like, like, I don't know that, that there's not more, um, outrage about, uh, the wealth getting, the wealthy getting away with literally can getting I, away with murder. Can I, can I just pause right there and put a pin in that right there and say that when people, and it's people say there's not as much outrage as there should be. Oftentimes I find that to be a, a strange and spurious argument, especially because usually it comes from somebody who's expressing outrage. And a lot of times the outrage was expressed. It's, this comes mostly, not mostly, but it comes a lot from the right where they say, where, what about when, when Obama did something that was much less worse than what the president did, where was the outrage then? And the, and the answer is it was there. There were lots of people who were outraged. Uh, and you were, and you had, you were on Fox News being outraged. So why, why are you bringing that up? So anyway, I, I mean, no, I hear you. I hear you. That, that there's that, a lot of outrage about the fact that uh, our our justice system is skewed toward the rich. I hear about it all the time. Right. And I just heard about it from you. But I, I maybe not outrage. But uh, why isn't there more justice? I guess is is would be because they're rich. Well, we should do an experiment. Okay. <clears throat> Okay. The, the richest person here. John oh. and Steve should commit the same crime. Yeah. Uh -huh. And see. Oh, uh, this is like trading. Worst of your consequences. The darkest version Marty of trading can't participate because it's just it's not skewed the right way, and yeah. I can't either. But no. No, you, you guys you are both, it. you know, yeah. white East Coast monsters, and yeah. you know, you should right. commit the same crime. Like I'm pretty sure Kruger has yeah. more money than you, so we'll Why see what happens. That was my uh, ska band in, in college, uh, and white, white East Coast Monsters. And Cassandra I was, uh, and I were second each, trombone player. We will each yeah. pick, pick one of you to uh, succeed, and the bet will be one dollar, one crisp dollar. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. What crime are you guys going to commit? Murder. Murder. Oh, you're going to get murdered. Yeah. Murder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. You do have to murder people of like equal status, so you both should murder like. <laughs> well, what if I would have? Uh, well, no, let's murder a hobo. Like, don't, don't, let's not yeah. ruin someone's, but a human's but, life. Oh my God. I, I walked out of my door the other day and I, I thought it was my new neighbor who was a, a, the young gal with short hair. And, and it was this, a hobo. No, it was a person with short hair and they were filling up with a spigot at them in my front yard. They were filling up like a five gallon thing of water. And I thought, oh, that's odd. Why would she come over to my house and do that? She has her own house. And then I looked at it, and it was a hobo lady dressed like a 30-year-old lesbian hipster. And she just looked at me and just kept, I said, what are you doing? And she just kept filling up her water. Yeah, and then what she do you think she was doing? She's filling up her water. Yeah, fuck you. Dumbass. Get your own water. Go down to the LA River and drink your, your own fucking urine-infused fucking sewer water i like the gall of this or hobo come lady. To Echo Park lake where wait activists will bring you clean water yeah i'm not an activist i'm like get off my fucking property you i'm not either i don't like she's it. like I'm, I'm filling up my water and i'm like what the fuck so i i'd like to murder her okay you and you're saying you didn't i followed her in, in my subaru giving her a death glare and listening to uh, Aphex Twin and tried to intimidate oh, her and it was not album? successful. <laughs> Steve, who produced that album? I think Aphex Twin probably uh, produced it. Right. So um, if you mentioned, if you got her name and mentioned it on this, uh, on this podcast, she'd be dead. Yeah. I'm going to tag her. 
Okay. Yeah. So she she put her water bottle in an old lady uh, cart that you take at the supermarket, and for some reason she had a carpet all rolled up. Like what the fuck? What are you ha- fucking re- oh, re- oh, oh, redecorating? I know who this. Is. No, you do? Like, yeah. She helped me kill the person that I wanted to kill, and that hmm. body in that carpet. Wait, she helped you kill the person you wanted to kill? Yeah, I killed somebody. Okay. Who? Who'd you I, kill? I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Hmm. All right. So, it was a guy named Joe. Okay. He was I've a killed jerk. a bunch of animals, and I don't think I want to kill a human. I think it would be really weird to watch a human die. Wow. That's that's fair. That's really weird, <laughs> you know, Steve. You say you know, the weirdest we thing sometimes. Not in a <laughs> good you. way, not in an interesting nope. way, just in a real creepy way. Thank you. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Uh, so anyhow, tomorrow, going, getting back to my original thought, like tomorrow is the inauguration. Uh, Trump. Oh, who who won? Trump. Uh, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. Uh, <laughs> Trump is going to have uh, a little celebration where and I do mean little because the GOP uh, leaders have all turned his invitation down to hang out Aww. as he flies away on uh, Marine One to go wherever he goes. I guess the Delta Terminal at uh, at Dulles. The Sparrow here is the best Sparrow in the entire country. <laughs> <laughs> and he he leaves behind a really weird, a dark, a terrible legacy. He came in with a, a Republican uh, Senate and Congress, and leaves having lost the executive, the le- uh, the legislature, uh, both houses of the legislature, and the Patriots did not make the playoffs and the, the first time did in not make fourteen the, years. Yeah, but Tom Brady is still in it. He's still in it yeah. to win it. So go Love Tom. Uh, no, us. And he uh, increased the debt, the national debt, by $7.8 trillion in four years. Not that bad. Not really Not that, that bad. Not that bad. No, no. And he, um, let's see, he's the first president in the modern era to leave to lose uh, more jobs than when he came in or to have fewer jobs uh, than when he came in. But office. it was COVID, Marty. Yeah, it was COVID and, and the left-wing media. Uh, mm. Yeah, they're skewing. the numbers. I wasn't being sarcastic. COVID did happen. Look, I fucking hate Donald Trump, but you know when yeah. people talk about like job loss and unemployment when he's leaving, it's kind of like, well, we should have done more about COVID, but also like that happened. Yeah, but other might countries. Not, were the numbers not, might, might not have been that way had we not had a pandemic. Uh, yeah, and Marty, what were the comp- what were his accomplishments? Well, he he did um, some sort of tax cut for corporations. Which uh, gave gave them lots of spare cash that they could buy back stock and inflate their stock prices, make the uh, which the rich my portfolio richer. is the highest it's ever been. Yeah, um, and yeah, that's about it. Prison reform, prison reform. But he didn't really. It didn't really yeah, follow did. through. I give him credit. You know, blame every. You can just give him a little credit. He's still going to go down in history as the. Worst he didn't president. write the bill. It was it was all set up long before him, but he signed it, so that's he a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Sure. He also uh, shit on the trans community day one by saying they couldn't be the military. Which, oh wait, that's a that's not a that's a bad thing. Yeah, that's he, your, your he, you think you're you're thinking you're in your other podcast. <laughs> my my parlor. Hey, all parlor friends, we're yeah. here talking about parlor talk. <laughs> Welcome to Parlor Talk. You, in, you, in, your par- in your pirate voice. Fuck off. Parlor. Welcome to Parlor Talk for Patriots Parlor. <laughs> you know, I was watching some of the footage of the uh, seizing of the Capitol. The New York. Uh, 
There's a lot of it. The a lot New of it was, stuff it, was really pretty shocking. And it honestly it, felt like a cinematographer party. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, lot of cameras. A lot of, mm-hmm. like, cool. is, is that guy running around with an HMI? Is, is he? Yeah, yeah. Does he have a half scrim in front of a 2K? What's mm-hmm. going on? Uh, video it, stabilization? Come on. So the other side of the uh, the coin are the, the lefty soci you know the, the 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 left coast elitist types, and once a, you know and they have their own problems et cetera et cetera. And once a year, they all come together and go to Black Black Rock and go to Burning Man and they strip off all their clothes and they exchange blowjobs for food and then they burn down uh, effigy and then they go back to being head of marketing at Sony or whatever the fuck they do. And I feel like the, we wouldn't have had that if we weren't, if those people didn't have their Burning Man. Like it felt like right wing Burning Man to me. And well, what I guess. What Burning Man did they need? Every right wing well, party that they, they normally they need, they had. They need football. Half of them looked like they were, they would, you cut to them. Football. We had football. You couldn't go to the. Uh, they QAnon, all had scourges still. They yeah. didn't stop going to church. Yeah. I mean, Besides the Olympics, which I but think, to, but to get ahead of it, like they should have, like once a year, they should have like a right wing, uh, um, Burning Man, and where they go to Idaho and they can all say the N word as much as they want, and bur- you know, burn as much fuel, like seven days, just get it out of your system, and then go back to the Home Depot nursery department because I need some mulch. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think that would really help. I think they need to just. It looked like they're blown off steam. Didn't look. Isn't like that what stagecoaches? Yeah. What stagecoach? It's a country music festival. Oh, it's Coachella for white trash. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. What about the? Yeah, the, I think they, they need something bigger. They need like they need something longer or something with more community. Yeah, but like all, all of the burnt out execs on the West Coast, they go to Burning Man because they're like, I'm so disconnected from. But isn't that like, what the my gathering prime. of the Juggalos is? Yeah, I don't think they had it this year. I think, but they, we need to take all of Sturgis Juggalos WWE and. Ozfest, maybe the fans tour. I don't know. I'm not sure where no. some of those people lie. <laughs> I did see a couple of low top fans and some people. I'm like, yeah, there's a there's a wallet chain and a yellow card C- CD in his Tacoma. <laughs> Come on, Marty. That's that's a pretty good reference. Marty's just like, oh, what? What's a yellow card? Come on. Yeah, no, I worked hard on that. No, no, no. Good. I, you know, I, I write these jokes all fucking night. People could go. If people could go to football games, then QAnon would stop being a thing. Is that what you're saying? No, I, I, That's what I, saying. I sort of. That's what he's saying. I, no, I think they need their own Burning Man. They need but, like a white supremacist week where they can just act however they want and say whatever they want. Yeah, but like, yeah, that's, what's, that's what's called Alabama, man? Hey, Steve, <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Steve, what would be my Burning Man? Because like Burning Man's too hot and dry and dusty and gross and like everyone's all naked and oh, like where where would you recommend me to go from? Uh, you you, it's, you staying at you is staying at home and washing your asshole multiple times on your Jap toilet. So, hey, you can't you, you can't say stuff like that. It's it's a washlet, not a toilet. <laughs> See what you did there. Yeah, your uh, J- Japanese bidet. Yes, it has two settings of jets. And see, I like I, I don't get why like <laughs> have you has it ever brought you to orgasm? Uh I'm I've tried. Has it ever not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> our our water bill's really high. Let's just say that. Okay. 
Gross. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the woman who got shot and killed in that uh, Capitol raid, Ashley Babbitt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. San Diego's own. San Diego's Say her name, own. Ashley Babbitt. Say her name. So <laughs> Say her name. <laughs> Who's going to clean the pools, guys? These people are yeah. vital to our economy. Yeah, she she's had a, a veteran. Yeah, she's a veteran, <laughs> Air Force veteran who had a, a pool cleaning business. She took a short-term <laughs> business loan in t- 2017 mm-hmm. for 65000 that the interest rate on it was 169%. What? Jesus. Yes. What? Sexy. So she had to pay $140,000 on it. And uh, so she took out. Thanks, this Obama. Short- yeah. Yeah. But ew, exactly. That's the thing is like Trump in 2020 in July, he reversed these protections for people against uh, predatory loans. So it's just so crazy how like misguided or, or just misplaced. I could understand why Ashley Babbitt was so angry and, you know, felt um, that sort of uh, frustration that you're talking about, Steve that need to vent but it's just like why would you put it into the person who's like helping you stay in that ugly hole i'm all for overthrowing the government but also take that orange guy who's screaming who does nothing like he's right there you got him and just head over to the capital and just get them all and let's have QAnon guy run the country i bet he'd have some good ideas god he would sell t-shirts that this is the whole motivation behind it Oh, it's this that whole that whole coup was merch uh, motivated. Yes. Oh, and that woman who was trampled to death, wh- who was carrying a "Don't Tread on Me" flag. What was she? Oh, don't tread on me. <laughs> it's so like there's a photo of her, whole, and I. It's just like, oh my god. I don't want to laugh because Artie, it's, it's Artie, somebody's mom Artie. or daughter, but that's just. Stop what? pretending. Stop pretending that you feel for these people as you giggle about their death. I didn't giggle sure. about it. it yes. You're a cold monster. You're I didn't monster. giggle about it. It's just, it makes me uh, just giggle. No, no. I mean, it, it was, it was just like the definition of irony. John, you don't like a touch of irony. Yeah, yeah. You just open the dictionary. Video irony yeah. of the woman who got trampled was wearing "Don't Tread on Me" on her cape. <laughs> it's so beautiful, tiny, funny. Okay, I'm laughing. I'm laughing just a little bit. Come on. But I'm stopping now. I'm stopping now. Like, so look, RIP. Oh my God, I'm sorry oh. that she said she probably was there for a good reason, but it's a little, little, little bit. <laughs> I did it again. Oh, damn you, Cassandra. I was doing well. Uh, I was doing well. Well, I'm just glad. I hope we don't have to say, talk about him much more since he was banned off of social media. There's like some weird measure of misinformation spreading that they said it went down 73%. Don't know how they measure that. Uh, but there was a, a much a dramatic decrease in the, the circulation of, uh, I forget, like steal the vote or it's whatever. It's called bullshit. What, what, the circulation of bullshit? No, no. Just they the, the have hashtag. to have numbers for it for when they all go to court. The hashtag of. of for their antitrust. They weigh, they weigh the bullshit. They weigh it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a little There's bit lighter, less of it. slightly, slightly less. So something to look forward to. Very promising to hear the people that are being uh, uh, sort of uh, nominated in, in um, Biden's cabinet. They're all people who sound like a bunch of policy wonks whose name you haven't names you haven't heard of who have worked in previous administrations and government jobs. I wrote a white paper to think tank that you might have read called. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, just, just vote him in. Vote thumb him in. through the abstract. Yeah, yeah. It just goes like this. 
quick, <laughs> while the senator is asleep, slip in the office. Yeah, that's that's good. This is the way government should be. Um, Inefficient. Yeah. Not not for the people not run by a run by a bunch of wonks or wogs or whatever the or whatever wargs. No, that's from yeah, wargs. Borgs. Borgs. Yeah. Borgs. Borgs. Warg Borgs. There was also a really interesting Borg, Borg. thing over the past couple when of weeks. When you say interesting, I think you mean something different than when I say interesting. <laughs> I just want to say that. Okay, no, go ahead. It's interesting oh. because like the, I mean, what it's worth, John, when you say interesting, it's usually a story that doesn't have an end. So you guys might mean the same thing. Somebody put some chili peppers in his uh, oval team. Yeah. John's fired up. No, it, Wicked it, piss it a night. It was good that um, businesses <laughs> responded. Everybody was like, oh, you know, people are like, uh, uh, what's it called? Twitter is like they're restricting free speech by silencing uh, uh, Trump when they yeah. kicked them off. But like, it's a private business, right? You, there's a yeah. terms of service that you click okay when you join Twitter that says you'll abide by their rules. You yeah. can't post, you know, you can't post murders, you can't post boobies, you can't you know, do all sorts of stuff there. And one of the things I think is perfectly reasonable not to incite riots. I, I don't yeah. see a problem with that. But so, I mean, yeah, I agree. It's not, but it's not a First Amendment thing, but it is a, a speech thing. And I think it, it indicates that Twitter and um, and Facebook and these private platforms have become too powerful too important to our public discourse. But, I mean, the fact that the president of the United States used Twitter so much and he misused it. But the, and, and that that then Jack Dorsey and Twitter can just sort of say, nope, no more. You relied on this like it was right. oxygen. Now you can't. I think that's but, problematic. I'm really glad it happened. Yeah, I, but I know? think that the rationale behind it was was reasonable. They have their terms of much safer than than we would have been if he'd been on Twitter for the last two weeks. I think uh, from all indications, all of the the wackadoodles and the 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 Bodie brothers or the the you know boogaloo monsters or whatever the hell they they couldn't get it organized. They couldn't get anything done. They didn't know what to do because Trump wasn't there saying on this day be right, there right so and i and think they, that that was that fell within the the realm of of reasonableness but in in twitter's reaction to it to, to well him. yeah i mean you say that but honestly well one third of the country right. thinks that he is the only person that will save us from the baby eating monsters who are now taking over our government again and they're going to turn the us army hammers of the world Mm. Yeah, but they're going to, they're going to uh, just yum, yum, yum. and and uh, oh my god, so many. Uh, but but John, I I am one hundred percent. There is a case. There is a case to be said. <laughs> when I'm eating another woman, I'm thinking about eating you. Aww, aww. But so drinking skin tasted gamey compared to yours. Twitter, yeah. I don't think has the same monopoly that Facebook has. I think that there's there are other sort of messaging platforms out there you've got your reddits you've got your uh your parley parlors as long as they comply with other companies like so twitter parlors dead marty i know uh well actually they, back. They, it's back they they signed, up, they signed up with a russian uh a web service instead of amazon so the russians are happy to spread disinformation amongst uh the population lit yeah yeah 
but I, I think that the market in a way has spoken um, both with Parler and with Twitter. And if people aren't happy with Twitter, they can go they can go to Gab. You know, there there are other things out there. There's uh, Mastodon is an open source version out there of Twitter. So they have like twoots or twats. I don't know. Something like that. Twattersons. Um, it's Tweetersons, sir. Oh, damn it. Yeah, those right wingies, they got real uh, constitutional law on us real quick. But they, I, it seems like they just kind of read the bumper sticker version of the Constitution. Yeah. That's and how they read the Bible. And, and, and a lot of people don't really Good know what point. the word monopoly means. Oh, yeah, totally. If it's on a shirt, not today, Satan, and a couple other things, and that's what the Bible says. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, but what? But why do you care about gay people? Well, it says in the Bible, like, what? Love just one time a guy laid with another guy and it was gross. And and he got some shit on his dick and then it got infected and we were like, Shmuel, stop sticking your dick up into uh, other Shmuel's butt. You're getting everyone, we're getting all, uh, we're getting sick. Stop it. And then Joe Moyle, he was living down the street. He said, I can fix that. I can fix that. I'll just take a little off the top. (laughs) I like that. Circumcision began because they were just fixing a gay guy's dick. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately, we don't have the next episode, the, the final episode in uh, Buzzsaw 3, episode 4, uh, because there was some email mix-up. So, our apologies for that. But, let it be said, it wasn't my fault. This time. <laughs> this, this one time. This one time, it wasn't my fault. A rare Marty, you win. Yes, oh, I was. I'm not delicious. He needed a win this year. I he did. got it. I get. Ah, uh, 2021 is looking all Marty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yep. Um. So, in lieu of that, well, we have uh, um, fun content from Cassandra and John and uh, Cassandra. You had uh, something about um, uh, who? What's his name? Someone wanted Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. He's a he's a funny man from England, apparently. Yeah, he's a funny boy from England. So he was on Conan. I think. Yeah, Conan. Did he cackle? (laughs) Did he do a lot of that? What? What did you say? That's what he does. He does a lot of cackling. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, whatever. Am I, am, I alone, am I alone here? Do, do people it, it, he's always with the right word, but always at the wrong time. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Just br- shuts the show to down, brings oh, Marty, everything to a halt. Gervais, yeah, no, no, Ricky Gervais is a, is a comedy treasure. Marty, he's using the correct word, but he uses it at a time to just confuse you and slow things down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, so Ricky Gervais told uh, Conan that after he dies, he wants his body to be fed to the lions at the London Zoo. Because okay. um, he feels like that would be a good way to like kind of contribute back into the, the, of the world. As yes, opposed and to we, will do, we, will, we will do that. He was like, you know, they normally just burn bodies or don't do anything. So we should do something useful. And something useful would be to feed the lions for a in, day at the zoo. Hmm? At the zoo, yeah, you know, London uh, zoo lions—a taste for human flesh. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. out on the street. 
Anyways, but I don't want him to the no, lion, no. like I want him like fully dressed, just his corpse pushed into the lion den. I want him picking at his belt and his shoes, glasses. Like I, that's how he should go. Yeah, he that's described him his body, his meat probably is grizzly, grizzly, grizzly. Mm. Oh yeah, but um, um, I think it's very well marbled. Okay. Um, yeah. So, Cassandra, did that make you think about what you would do with your body after I die? Oh, sure. Whatever. <laughs> what? Nothing. What do you have to do with your body after you die, Marty? Well, I, I was... Um, okay. Uh, <sighs> well, I mean, I, I don't want to jump it because this is Cassandra's bit. And... Okay, I'm sorry. I just, I'm not going to do anything with my body because I'm going to be dead. That was... no, would, would you like donate it to something? No, I have a I have a great gravestone idea, so I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna get buried in a cemetery. John, you're so old; they're gonna need to study you. <laughs> That's very selfish. Well, okay, no, I'll, I'll I'll donate everything to science, and I'll have a, a, an empty grave and a gravestone. I mean, would it make a difference? No, no, it wouldn't make any difference to me. Yeah, because I'll be dead. <laughs> they're gonna study him. This barnacle somehow learned to stand upright, go to an Ivy League school, and teach a film class to it's study amazing. it. Damn amazing. I want them to take my blood from me very fast, drain it, all of it, carbonate it, mm. and um, add some alcohol to it. I'm and then I've been turned into a sparkling seltzer. Oh, oh wonderful. Cassie mm -hmm. <laughs> hard seltzer. They probably won't have to add too much alcohol in it because there'll probably be a lot in there. Oh. Already. Already. Because uh, I drink a lot of alcohol. Have you, made, have you made your plans yet for what you want to do, John, with yourself? Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't, Is I your have, will done? Have made my plan? Listen, I've, I've survived for millennia. There's yeah. no chance. <laughs> right. I'm John, you're the one who has to see out these plans for the rest of us when we die before yeah, well, you. I'll be, I'll be at your gravesite. So tell me what you want me to do. I mean, like cemeteries are the weirdest thing because you you buy a plot and then you just move in there and like I don't know how uh, a cemetery makes money after that. Like they take your money and you don't pay an upkeep fee. They they can't evict you. You're just there. They have to water the grass around you and and like eventually they're going to run out of room, right? Like uh, it just seems how like... much does it cost to get a, a, a plot? I think it's Anybody expensive. Now? Uh, my father in law is up at Forest Lawn, um, not too far from Bob Hope. I'm and... sorry, did, did Steve mention him on the podcast? I met him. I think I, I gave him the, the Kruger. Uh... Passed away? Yeah. I don't think you met my father. Oh, yeah. Of wasn't he? Did. Yeah, he was at the he... wedding. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's up there, and, and uh, that's the place I visited most often during quarantine. Uh, it's like really the view up there is beautiful. It's very peaceful. And the place you've gone the most during quarantine is a, is cemetery. a cemetery. Yeah, because we go wait, visit wait, his. Wait. Are you a 15 year old goth girl? No, we, we wait, 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 wait. Just a moment. Shocking. <laughs> Look at John. Look at him. He's learning. Great. That barnacle's got moxie. <laughs> <laughs> I just read today that Nova Scotia is the first country, city, state, whatever the fuck province. it is, that just province that just assumes you're donating your body to whatever when you die. You don't need to like 
go to a, a state office and get an organ donor sticker. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, need we'll, the stuff we'll, we'll inside. Take that. We'll be taking well, the, 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 the corneas. The, yeah. You're not going to need it. Yeah. I don't care about your fucking stupid religion yeah. or your stupid beliefs. You're fucking dead. That kid. Give me the your, liver. Uh, Give me the liver. Ach- Achilles heel. Yeah. Was that Nova Scotia? Yeah. I was like, it'll be 250 years before this country adopts something like that because we're too fucking stupid. I'm pretty sure that they'll turn the cemeteries into trash dumps prior to that. Yeah. But it is like, it is crazy going to Forest Lawn. There are people who go there all the time. They set up, they they set up picnics there. They bring like tents, like, you know, those sort of canopies and the folding chairs and everything like that. And in the Chinese culture, it's it's customary to to visit your relatives after they go. So we go to visit because it's only been a year, and so we visited him at Christmas time on his birthday and all these various milestones. And uh, it's it's really like surprisingly uh, lovely up there, I have to say. Um, and, but it also is it is macabre, and and it's it is weird seeing how much people decorate their graves, uh, their family and friends' graves. And, uh, it's, it's a real experience. You don't, I recommend visiting. It's pretty, pretty nice. Wait, which forest lawn, the one behind by Warner the Brothers. one in Griffith park, the one yeah. by Warner brothers. Yeah. Right. Isn't there one in Glendale too? Yep. 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 That's a different uh, one. That's where they have a giant painting that rotates. I've never been in that one. I've been in the, the one you're, father-in-law's in because yeah. that's where Liberace's buried and that's went to see Liberace's his grave after that movie yeah uh, my, my, my <laughs> just saw the the uh the the gibbs uh, the bg doc bg's documentary and she wanted to go see mm-hmm. uh, andy gibbs muslim oh. which is there yeah oh what a loss that the, the, that documentary was about as exciting as a bg song like yeah that's the beginning oh we're in the middle mm-hmm Oh, I, and, I really and now I, it's. I think you should uh, revisit the Bee Gees. There's some really. Good- I, they're fu- they're fine, but I was like, they're the biggest drama in the whole documentary was in the '70s during a baseball doubleheader. They blew up some records that were disco because disco was not cool. Oh, disco is dead. Yeah. Okay. Disco sucks in Chicago. Yeah. Was that in uh, New York? S- somewhere. Riot. Uh, okay, and then how did that affect the Bee Gees? They well, had trouble. It actually, it actually uh, was the beginning of the end for disco. For uh, at that point, it was in for a little for a little while until it just reinvented itself. Yeah, and like, yeah. It's, ten years later. Yeah, like they're interesting dudes, and I I didn't know that the staying alive drum beat is a loop. It's like one of the first drum loops ever, because mm-hmm. the drummer had to like go deal with his sick mom or something. And they're like, all right, we'll just do something while he's gone, and they looped the drum like sixteen bars, and I was like, oh, they invented looping like cool hmm. that's that's that took two hours to find that out um to answer your question john <laughs> Ooh, fuck when i, I when i die i want to fall asleep with my eyes open <laughs> it <was very laughs> i fell asleep while i was talking telling that story uh in washington state they have legalized human composting so for fifty five hundred dollars they will they will like mash you up with some compost and wood chips and straw, and then bury you uh, with some trees and shit. And you, they'll fifty five hundred dollars. They'll turn you into fertilizer. Oh, it's a cemetery plot in California costs four thousand dollars, and you want to be composted in Washington, and that's the most expensive state. Colorado is actually 
also mentioned is the most it's two thousand dollars in Colorado. And that doesn't include all the other fees, like having the it's funeral. Just plot. It's just the it's, plot. You're there forever. Yeah, that's that's like a bargain. You said. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like you think that you have a, a thousand people. Yeah. Can I set up a tiny home dollars. here and just live here, and then when I'm die, just also die there? Like Hollywood, the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. That that uh, that land has got to be worth like millions, millions, and millions of dollars. A lot more than the. Uh, you know, the plots that are there. It's just interesting. Getting back to you your... You move the gravestones, but you forgot to move the bodies. Uh, my dad's buried in Colorado at some Catholic cemetery. Uh -huh. um, and so it's his gravestone. But then like a couple years later, they put like another gravestone like right behind his, like facing the same way. And we're like, where the fuck is she buried? And we don't know. I guess they called and complained, but huh. I don't know where she's at. Maybe she was very short. This is short. I'm talking like his gravestone is like here, and then hers is right here. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm like, is she on top? Did she use the side? What happened? And then, like, now my grandpa's buried right next to my dad because they bought my grandma and grandpa bought those ones together, but then my dad died, and they were like, oh, well, put him here. But she's just there. It's weird. It's super mm. weird. Hmm. Maybe they met after he died. Well, that's rude. Yeah. <laughs> to my mom. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, anyways, that's a my, cemetery. My dad's memory. on my mantelpiece. Hmm? My dad's on my mantelpiece. Your huh. dad died? Yeah, he blew up. We didn't even have to cremate him. <laughs> so how much part of it? Oh, John. John, oh, John. John is really upset with himself. Oh, hey, I just got the call. I got to go to hell right now. Oh, John. <laughs> yeah, That's let's not that anymore. Okay, so uh, moving on to uh, the next topic. Yeah, John, what did you want to bring up? Oh, I have this idea. You guys ready for this uh, for a little game? Yep. All right, so uh, we got uh, we got three rounds, and it's a debate. Okay, oh so I'm gonna uh, I have three topics, so I think that'll work out. Um, so it, uh, the first one, it's uh, uh, who wants to go first? Me. Cassandra versus who else wants to go against Cassandra? I'll Me. do it. Oh. Okay, Cassandra well, versus someone. Steve. someone. Okay, so. Um, Cassandra, uh, you gonna choose uh, yes or no without knowing what the topic is? No. No. Okay. You take yes, Steve. Resolve. Cookies are better than donuts. Steve gets yes. Cassandra gets no. You're gonna have two minutes. No, you're gonna have one minute to make your case. Thirty seconds to rebut. You go back and forth, and then you'll have a final statement. And then uh, Marty will decide who won and um, flip a coin. Uh, and uh, Steve is going to go first, but I'm going to uh, give you some time to, to, to prepare your arguments as I get ready here. So resolve uh, cookies are better than donuts. And I think Steve took the yes. Is that right? Mm, yes. The affirmative. The affirmative. <clears throat> and are you ready? No. You're not ready? No. 
Okay. Oh, we're doing this now. I don't have like a week to prepare. No, I'm doing it right now. We're gonna do oh, very fast. Off Ready? the top of my head, like uh, improv. Yeah, ex extemporaneous uh, debate. Cookies are better than donuts. Resolved. Do you have? You have? Are you ready? Sure. Okay, go. Cookies are better than donuts because you can make cookies at home. Donuts require lots of tools and lots of lard. So cookies are better than donuts. There are no Girl Scout donuts. There are Girl Scout cookies. People bring cookies to your door. There are, there are holiday cookies. There are so many varieties of cookies. When you go to the supermarket, there are cookies. There are rarely donuts and usually they're Entermans, which are gross. Mm. Donuts are overrated. They're, they're, as I like to say, they're like anal sex. You're so excited to have a donut until the second you're done with a donut and you go, why did I have a donut? 20 seconds. I feel, I feel so gross. Uh, one or two words, Dunkin' Donuts, the worst franchise on planet Earth. Sorry, Boston. It's I like cookies. Oh, there's more. Um, five seconds. Uh, chocolate chip cookies are better than any donut I've ever heard of. All right. Boom. Time. Cassandra. Very good. Cassandra. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are you ready? Mm hmm. Go. First of all, I'd like to thank the moderator and the University of uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix for <laughs> hosting this uh, debate. Cookies versus debate. <laughs> Mr. Kruger, I am speaking. Yeah. Mr. Kruger, I'm speaking. Respectfully withdrawn. Treat yourself to something special. Okay? A donut is something that takes finesse and it takes it takes skills. And when you find a good one, it's just you can't beat it. I have three words. Holiday sugar cookies. They're fucking terrible. I think you more often can find a sh shitty cookie before you can find a shitty donut. Donuts are like pizza. Your worst donut is still a pretty good donut. Supermarkets, by the way, do have donuts. They're pretty good, but there's usually flies inside. Time. And, um, I didn't give you any warning. I'm sorry. All right. And Steve, it's time for rebuttals. And are you ready? And go. Well, when I think of a donut, I think of a failed confection. I It, it, it is neither... Wrong. Did I lose? What happened? Did, is that the judge? No, the fuck was, was that? Did you hear that dinging sound? No, there was, is this know. you want to know it? Is this a pilot for something that you do not have my permission, John? You're trying to sell no, this as Marty's a show. Fucking Norton Securities out of there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cassandra, go. Donuts help with focus, as you can <laughs> see from my opponent, who just completely lost his way. Um, Seriously. Donuts also support the Asian community. Um, you know, yeah, and, and uh, they come with coffee. Five seconds. Ooh, um, sprinkles, baby. <laughs> All right, time. All right, last word, Steve. I would walk five hundred miles to eat a ch good chocolate chip cookie. I wouldn't walk across my dead grandmother's grave to eat the top star chef donut. Pure I, I yield the remainder of my time. Final word. Steve's grandma died eating the best donut of her life. And she said before she passed, 
worth it. As she fell to her death during her suicide? Oh, worth it! The question is, uh, did Marty decide who won, or should Tyson decide who won? Uh, Tyson cannot, because he cannot hear us, because the the stream is not working. Uh, Will Wilkins filed a ticket with the streaming company, so... Uh, hopefully that will get resolved. Ooh, they got a ticket. Uh, Are you recording? Do we check and see if this is recorded? Um, just go ahead and turn around and check, would you? Well, here's my. I'm filing this ticket. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, hold, Into hold a shredder. Oh, it's not. Yeah, Marty forgot. To <laughs> guys, shh, shh, shh. All right. Oh, what? <laughs> John Sylvain, not John Sylvain. Uh, no, I, I say that uh, Steve made a pretty compelling argument, though Cassandra really nailed it on the on the finale with the uh, by bringing making telling a personal story of of yeah. uh, how precious the uh, in your final moments a donut can be. Um, however, I I feel like the the arguments building up to that sort of um, lacked a lot of heft, and I think she wasted a lot of time on introductions and stalling. So I'm going to have to say that Steve won that handily. Fuck. Well, um, uh, okay. Uh, we'll accept your verdict. I, I thought that uh, that uh, Cassandra's uh, buttering up the, uh, the moderator and the, the venue, I think, was a winning uh, thing to do. Definitely felt more. I, I, I would have given it to Cassandra if I like donuts at all, but you know, Steve was actually correct. Here's the problem is that I actually prefer cookies over donuts. Everybody, you know, uh, nobody yeah. in their right mind would like a fucking that was a tough topic and not okay. an, an interesting one. All right. So uh Steve, you you're you're up against uh, Marty. Okay. Resolved. Wait, oh. they have to choose yes or no, right? Oh yes, you're right. Yes or no? Yes. So, no. I take no. Good. <laughs> and resolved. Oral sex is better than cookies. Marty says no. Steve <laughs> says yes. We're going to give you some time to prepare. Cassandra, uh, what's up on Trashy Trashy this uh, this uh, week? Anything really awesome as usual? Um, we officially are calling our fans trash cans. Trash cans? There are little trash cans. Oh, that's a great name. I mm -hmm. think that's a winning winning idea. Thank um, you. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think I guess Marty should probably go first this time. Um, so uh, let me see what. Ha oh, you know, uh, let me let me just uh, tell you a really boring story. Um, Colin Kaepernick, uh, Colin in black and white was filming on our street today. And uh, that's it. <laughs> Huzzah. <laughs> Marty, are you ready? Um Sure, sure, sure. Okay, you have one one minute. You're you're taking the negative. Yes. Oral sex is better than cookies. You're saying oral sex is not better than cookies, and go. Uh, cookies are better than oral sex because cookies do not require any sort of um, sort of uh, third or second party to get consent from. It requires no consent at all. A uh, chocolate chip cookie has never <laughs> demanded. Uh, that somebody get uh, canceled for being eaten by them. A cookie also provides sustenance, and f you could live off a cookie for many days and hour uh, weeks and months. And if you just had cookies and water, if you just had 
sweet, sweet pussy, you would uh, eventually starve to death far sooner than you would if if you had a, uh, a, a lifetime supply of cookies. A cookie will never fart in your face. Um, <laughs> and uh, I will have a an oatmeal uh, cookie gladly, but an oatmeal pussy sounds horrible. It sounds so, there's, there's medicine for that. So time. <laughs> Steve. Yes. Bro, well, I think I'd like to thank the university of Pomona <laughs> and their film department for hosting this spirited debate. And I would like to thank Marty Yu for his great salient points about oral sex being better than cookies or cookies being better than oral sex. I believe that oral sex is better than a cookie. Firstly, because I just love to eat my wife's pussy and there is no cookie that no, no one's grandma could make that would, would draw me away from that. But also think about the calorie intake of a cookie. Now, when you have oral sex, it's depending on if you're a male or female, very low calorie, very low calorie. And it is... It, where a cookie gives one person pleasure, two people get pleasure during oral sex. Ten seconds. And also, just video yourself eating a cookie. It's not fucking hot. Watch yourself eating a cookie. Now, watch uh, yourself eating someone's pussy or sucking someone's Die. dick. Fucking hot. Right. I uh, yield the rest of my time. There, there was no more time. Yeah, okay. Uh, I want you to leave you guys. Okay, first of all, I want to say that a cookie never gave anyone herpes simplex one or two. And in regards to my esteemed colleague, uh, Stephen Kruger's uh, last image uh, uh, or his point about photographing or documenting uh, visually oral sex, I want to leave you with this image of Stephen Kruger eating pussy. And what would you rather have like that in your mind or just a cookie, you know, a delicious cookie? Steve, 30 seconds for a bottle. I'd like to thank Marty for putting that image into my mind. <laughs> Never actually seen myself performing oral sex on a man or a woman. Uh, I, I, I still stand by the low calories. I think that cookies are uh, a short sugar high that, that satisfies you only for a few moments. But if you're so bad at oral sex, like I am, you can take up to three to four hours. So <laughs> it's time. Final volume party. Final sentence. Well, oh, um, um, I never got uh, a sore jaw and a tongue cramp from eating a sugar cookie. You're not eating the right kind. See? A genital in your mouth or Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> what would you like? Uh, all right. Very, very good. Very good. Uh, excellent. Music. This is like 5,000 times better than your stupid game show. You should do this instead. <laughs> oh, shut up. I want to hear what Paul Giamatti has to say about oral sex. Cassandra, who won? <laughs> well, um, Marty made good points, um, you know, with regards to consent. Yeah. Uh, and not requiring any from a cookie. And obviously, it was very, very moved by the you know like thankful that there's no such thing as an oatmeal pussy um however steve hit some points about calories that definitely <laughs> made sense there's pleasure for both people mm -hmm. i was 
I'm going to let this go, but honestly, it was his final remarks that almost made me change my decision. Ooh. Um, with Pepperidge Farms remembers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that it, it just upset me mm. in a way that I didn't like. Um, you were triggered for some reason? Yeah, but I am going to go ahead and, and say that uh, oral sex is better than cookies. Damn it. Oh, Steve is two for two. I got lucky that I could not have defended that the other way. All right. So now it's Marty versus Cassandra. And uh, wait, aren't you involved in this too? No, I just made up the topics. I have to do it next week. All right. right. right, So this is uh, uh, yes or no. Uh, Let's see. uh, I have to be present. uh, Marty. Mm. Yes or no. Steve, Steve, you can pee if you want right now because we got to we got to No, the wife's in the she's taking a she's having a little moment in the bathroom. All right. Sorry. So she's having a quote unquote cookie. Is that she's having Patrick from doesn't remember. <laughs> you want to take that back, Cassandra? <laughs> Marty, do you want yes or no? Oh, uh, yes. Yes. So Cassandra gets no. And it's resolved. The United States, as we know it, will end tomorrow. And so Marty has yes, Cassandra has no. I'm going to give you some time to uh, to talk amongst yourselves. Uh, Steve, what's going on with you? How was your week? What did you work uh, on? It's, it's Tuesday, so it's I'm still in the middle of it. But, uh, okay, the past it, seven going... days is what I meant. You <clears throat> oh, you see, I go from Sunday to Saturday. That's how I... Oh, that's interesting. That's really interesting. I'm very excited for Tom Sir Thomas Brady to play football against mm-hmm. another elderly man where the sports announcers must constantly reference the age of these quarterbacks because one of them is 43 which is amazing yeah. and i Who's just he playing he's playing uh aaron uh, aaron, aaron Rogers, Rogers? who's 30 i don't know i don't five yeah something yeah. like that i'm very excited not much to get excited about these days. I saw this uh, article about uh, uh, Drew Brees because he's uh, probably played his last game and now he's going to go over to ABC and join. And I said, oh, he's going to join Chris Collingsworth. No, he's going to join Al Michaels, who is actually older than I am. Al Michaels mm. did the play-by-play on the very first time a caveman hit another caveman. Al Michaels here with everybody. I've, I've worked with his son, who is a television producer, and he sounds, no, but he has the same voice, and he's very sensitive about, you sound like your fucking dad. You sound like Al Michaels. Oh, he, yeah. He talks, he talks, he's got that uh, Kermit voice. So that's Al Michaels here. Or, I, I don't know. I don't do, I don't do impressions. That's uh, not okay. true. You do them all the we'll, time. Well, we'll, we'll let you off the hook. All right. Uh, I'm ready. Are you ready, Marty? I went uh, first last time. You went first last time. I went first last time too. All right, uh, pick a wait, number. Wait, wait, between... no, no, you didn't. Oh, that's not true. I went second. All right, you <laughs> she just, just says whatever oh. she wants. That's... The United States will not end tomorrow, according to Cassandra. You have one minute. Go. I'd like to thank the moder- uh, the moderator, and of course Riverside Community College for hosting this debate tonight on whether or not the United States, as we know it, will come to an end. I couldn't think of a more appropriate place to do this. Um, at the normalcy reigns, we had a couple weird, weird years back there for 
to be exact, but everyone is going to feel real, real safe and relieved when we can go back to something a little bit normal. Uh, American exceptionalism rules all. We all know that. Our flag waves (laughs) proud and um, don't tread on it. Um, And uh, I mean, if anyone tries to secede, they're not going to be able to do it because they won't be able to spell it. No one can spell the word word secede. That is an excellent point. Um, Thank you. Time's up. And Marty and go. Country is fucked. We are going to go down uh, the toilet, the world's toilet tomorrow at noon. We are already in the deepest hole we've been in, uh, both uh, in terms of in- income and equality and the, uh, the, the real economy of, of, uh, with unemployment and the national debt. And the rest of the world laughs at us. We are a laughing stock and people are dying every day of this horrible disease and the government has not stepped up to to make things better. We are going down the tubes and here's the other thing is the only man older than John Sylvain and Al Michaels is not the man to pull us out of this tailspin. We are fucked. And the militia has already infiltrated the National Guard. They've pulled a few of them out, but they can't get them all. Just look at the National Guard. You can't tell them from the militias that you saw and all those news things except for the horns on their heads. And I guarantee tomorrow at noon at 11.59 and 59 seconds, you'll see these horns going on. Cassandra, 30 seconds, go. Everyone, including the world as a whole, needs a laughingstock. I believe that this podcast is a wonderful example of that as we have survived so long on this network being the laughing stock of everyone. While people come to get their ear pussies fucked by other podcasts, they come to laugh at us. We are the America of the podcasts on the Smodcast Network. Democracies and civilizations last 250 years and we are only at 225, my friends. <laughs> Time! Okay, Marty, rebuttal. We no. as merps are the clowns of the Smodiverse, but we as Americans are not the clowns of the world. What you will see tomorrow is the Second Amendment in action. And in the worst interpretation of it, guns will be uh, blazing. They will be uh, brandished out there and th- there will be chaos raining down on us. And even though uh, the body count might be high, uh, it might not be high, the spiritual count will be unimaginable and very good ending and uh, Cassandra last words Rocky Mountains bald eagles Ford trucks these do not just go away after (laughs) opioid addictions (laughs) Marty last words (laughs) opioids automatic uh, bump stocks um uh uh, uh, payday lenders we are fucked all right that was very good i i just want to um before we get the decision from from steve uh i just want to say uh great use of the word brandished <clears throat> steve what did you think who said brandished it took me a while to Sorry. find it i was searching in my brain and eventually it kind of mm. spat out at the end uh well i thought cassandra had a lot of passion mm. and a lot of verve Birth, yeah. uh, but she wasn't heavy on the facts 
and policy and ideas, but she really kind of brought it around with uh, secede, which I tried to spell and I got S U C C E E D. And I'm like, I don't know. Very, very good point. Yeah, that's wrong. And uh, on the flip side, Marty uh, had a lot of facts, but he lacked passion in the beginning. But as it built towards his rebuttal, there was lots of lots of passion, which I was excited for. Rare to see Marty whipped into a frenzy. And Cassandra's rebuttal was a little confusing to me because she was talking about us, i.e. the Murps. So I'm very torn. They were both uh, equally competent and had great arcs across their arguments but i don't i don't know could, could it, you know, could it be a tie pick a winner yeah. they will only have one win and you'll still have two so it's i mean it's I know not about me it's i'm i i am honestly trying to figure out who had a better argument i'm gonna have to go with cassandra with uh secede that yes. that's yeah just, i think that, that was that, that was that the nail brandished yeah. come on brandish i didn't no. even hear it i, I damn it no, I you see. Uh, it's like what I said earlier, Marty. You you know the right words, but you use them at the wrong times. Yeah. I use no policy, very few facts. I diverted and brought it around something else. I mean, I was that's America and yeah, I should be the most American thing. You should. I think you I'd could be good at it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John, stellar, stellar segment. We'll <laughs> definitely bring this back. Um, yeah. All right. Steve, almost it. killed Steve. Yeah. Oh god. Well, because he's so happy he won. All right, here we go. We're gonna dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. I wanna get my hands on that mail sack. Yeah, that was great. Anthony Charles sent uh, us a a recorded thing. He sent us two. I'm just gonna play one of them. I haven't heard the other one yet, but uh, I'll save it for next week. But um, I just uh, I actually haven't heard this one yet either. So here goes another. Hi, Nooners. This is Anthony from Moab. Um, here I sit, all lonesome hearted. I paid a quarter, but I only farted. <sighs> shall I lie or shall I linger or shall I be forced to use my finger? Bye. Oh, <coughs> delightful. Uh, well, I heard it. I've never heard that second verse of that uh, poem. No, the first part I heard, but I'm, you know, John and I are pretty old. And I, when I heard it was a dime, paid my dime and only farted. Uh, I didn't know that they went up to a quarter. I'm sorry, Steve, are, are we boring you? No, no, no. I thought it went, uh, here I sit, brokenhearted, came to shit, but only farted. Oh. Went to pit, <clears throat> but I missed. Went to, never mind, I don't know. My dad, miss. when he uh, was divorced from my mom and a single guy with like a bachelor pad, he had a bunch of fun books out when he would be entertaining gals. And one of them was uh, graffiti in the Ivy League. And they went to a bunch of Ivy League schools and they copied some of the graffiti. And uh, it was about as funny as that. Yep. Yeah. But thank you, Anthony. Uh, always good to hear from you. And we'll say that. Well, maybe we'll play it. We'll. That was short. Um, Yari, I actually, he sent this in last week and I, I missed it. So I apologize, Yari. Uh, he's, um, oh, we lost Steve. Uh, he's emailing us from Finland. He says, it was great to hear from Dan and Bill. 
Uh, it's like listening to a greatest hits album. I'm currently doing a career change. I have been in the game industry for 10 plus years now. And lately, have, I have felt that I wanted to do something else. So starting on February, in February, I will join an animation production company. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Uh, doing what? Um, have you folks changed careers? That implies that we had a career to begin with. Uh, any regrets or has it always been a positive change? All the best, Yari. And then he has a, p a postscript, but I'll get to that uh, after we answer this question. I feel like life is short. Except John's life. John's life is very long, but Forever. life is short. So fucking change careers. Yeah. If you want to. Yeah. Uh, if only that were was his question. He already is changing yeah. careers. Yeah, he's doing that. Yeah. He's not, he, he didn't ask for oh, permission. You're, you're welcome, Yari. We've ever done it and how we felt about it and shit. Uh, well, have, have you, you changed? changed careers, Cassandra? No. No. Okay. I don't wait. To... <laughs> you are going. Oh, wait. You are. Oh, you you did. Uh, Cassandra, you did switch when the job that you have right now, or one of the jobs you have right now, did has that affected you? Oh, Cassandra, she's frozen. She's frozen. I took a picture when I took of her. The for waiting too. Oh, what happened? Oh no, the, your job right now. <laughs> no. No, no, you're 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 back. But your job right no. now. Did it feel, um, was it weird taking that job? All right. She can't hear I us. I guess so. Oh, oh yeah. Because I work from home now. Yeah, but did, did it feel Am like... Am I really gone oh, here, still? You're, no, no, you're, you're here. Uh, but did it feel like, um, uh, I don't know. Did it, I guess it didn't feel like a career. It's just a job, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about you guys? Have you guys had a career change i haven't uh, thought about my life in terms of career i've just gone from something that i enjoyed to something else i enjoyed to something and then i thought i gotta get a get serious so for seven years i had a job i hated and then i that that company went out of business and now i'm back to doing things that i enjoy and i actually became a teacher which i i love a lot it's really crazy how much i love it so wait jeopardy.com went out of business no, that was that was one of the things I did, and no, uh, the other company, LifeScript. I was LifeScript director of content at LifeScript, and it was a. Uh, it's a. Yeah, never mind. It doesn't matter what it was, but it was mis mismanaged and went I, down the toilet like a spinning turd. I would love to have have had you as a film teacher, John. I imagine that that would uh, you be you're great at it. You're very enthusiastic. I am great at it. Yeah, you're very enthusiastic. You can command a crowd, and uh, you're a great extemporaneous speaker. And I'm sure you're very organized as well. Yes, and I yeah, and I love I love it. I love the opportunity to just tell people what I think for hours at a time, um, talking about movies, which I'm very excited about. And um, and I mean, to be honest, uh, I'm a uh, adjunct lecturer, so I don't have to deal with any of the sort of political bad shit that makes uh, being a professor kind of suck. If and it they, gives me time to do other stuff, you know, like uh, my uh, terrible game that Steve hates and everybody else loves. If you, uh, if they, what? If they wanted you to become a, a full-time professor, would you do it? I don't know. I'm not sure. 
I, I, it would really depend. I probably would if they, if they did, but I mean, I'm, I think I'm. Phone's not ringing. No, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't have a master's degree. I got this uh, sort of by accident. Yeah. Number one. Number two, I don't think that the Cal State system is like, you know what we need to do? We need to hire more people full time. That's what we need. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, there's any future in that. Steve, do you what? Do you consider any of your many jobs career changes? But you've always been writing and creating stuff as long as I've known. Uh, yeah, like the creative realm is. It's difficult to call it a career. I don't know. You just sort of survive and then ride ups and downs of success and then long stretches of not success. But I think I'd like to I'd like to work in the food service world. No. Have you done yeah. it before? I have and I hated it, but I think now that I know how to like cook and make delicious stuff, I think it would be fun. Oh, or you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to really learn to cook. Very hard. Ah, it's hard, fun. hard work physically. I'd like to learn to code. Like mm -hmm. I started to teach myself Python and it went very badly. And I'd, I'd really like to be able to like sit down and then at the end of my labors, there's like a program or an app. I'm like, wow, I made that. So it's, I guess it's still making stuff, but you know. Yeah. When you went, when you went to Hollywood, shit. still working in Hollywood? No, I worked at an uh, ad agency. Oh. So, no, not really Hollywood. Yep. Um, but still, I mean, doing mass media stuff, uh, it's interesting. No. Yeah. I'm kind of bored by all this. All right. I, yeah. I think cooking would be fun. I think I'm going to become a cook or chef. That's the thing. A, a chef. Oh, be a chef. Set the whole thing up and then do coke up in the office. That's yeah. the, yeah. that's the, and, uh, you know, and, and restaurant work is just a booming business these days. So, you know. Okay, Mr. Sarcasm. <laughs> Wait, what about you? You were just talking about him doing coke. And... No, I've worked in the. Food yeah, John, how good is the coke? That's what I need to know. Yeah. But no, I mean. Well, up in New Hampshire, it was. Uh, I, oh, I had... Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure this isn't sugar. just crushed up cracker jacks yeah, yeah it's the best oh. coke you've ever had yeah. i went drove all the way to fucking loon mountain to get it uh i have to say <laughs> that i thought about working i mean i have worked in food service before uh but the idea of uh, i'm a big fan of cooking but i feel like having to rely on that for my uh, my sustenance and well-being and and whatever my life would make take a lot of the fun and magic out of it and it would become a, a certain there would be a certain amount of drudgery to it that and dread yeah i loved movies and i went to film school and i got to hollywood and now i hate movies so right. you know so that, what are you gonna that do? with food yeah yeah so you know i recently basically had a big career change and uh it was it was a little scary i remember that there were you know uh, at john's theater there were a lot of much much many 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 most almost everyone was much more talented than i was and and they were working pretty well and then I, some of them would leave you know uh the the business and it always like struck me as like oh my god that must be so like like scary and dramatic and awful to to leave something that you've dedicated yourself to and 
And then there are a couple, most of them I talk to, they're like, no, it just makes more sense and just nice to have a regular life. And since doing that, like doing that myself and having a regular job, it it is, I don't miss the going to auditions at all. I don't miss um, doing that, that whole actor hustle thing and going to commercial auditions especially. So it, it is sort of liberating. And then to find other outlets to be creative, uh, for instance, the podcast or in my work too. And I, you know, I write every day. So I get to do that. And it is really uh, nice to have a regular paycheck and doing a job that is not as, as mind numbing as some of the acting I've done has been. So I, it's been a good change and I don't have any regrets. Um, and Yari, I'm excited for you. Please let us know what you're going to be doing at your, your animation company. And uh, he also asks, what are your thoughts about magic mushrooms? I love yes, them. Yes. Yeah, they're great. And there's a lot of therapeutic uh, evidence that they, it can help depression. It can help. Um, oh, oh yeah, no, that's, but that's if, that's if you're doing it with a, a, a guided, a guided a trip. Guided and yeah, don't, yeah. don't, 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 don't just take it, but, but it can like, you know, there are a bunch of studies at uh, Johns Hopkins that, Basically, they have these guided trips and these uh, effects on uh, depression have been very, very long lasting. Um, and many people say it's the most uh, incredible experience of their lives. Uh, I've had some. I'm on them right now. Oh, are yes. you? I took some earlier today. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Microdose, not a, a little not bit. A, yeah. 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 I've never done a little bit. I've always done great. So much. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I've done the like. We gotta listen to that album again, but backwards. Like, no, no, no. This is yeah, just, yeah. just a little bit, and just tingles. Really intense trips, and it's not super fun. Um, for when it gets really bad, but then for the rest of the time, it's really pleasant. And I've done low dosages, and that's been fun. I've grown them, and that was super fun. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, but Cassandra, do you are you a fan? I haven't actually done mushrooms, but I have some. Yeah, you should try them. They're, it's nice because you. It, the other thing I right like, now. Yeah, we'll wait. <laughs> uh, I feel it. I feel it. We'll go long. Tell uh, tell Ben Cleeb, whatever his name is, we're going long tonight. Yeah. Uh, tell the affiliates. I do like that they, the take that they wear off. Like you know, like they don't they don't keep keep you up all night. Like eventually you mm -hmm. come down and your life returns to normal. But it takes a long time though. But make sure you can go outside. I think that that's uh, do it with. Don't do it alone, and uh, make sure that you can change venues. I did it alone in when I was in Texas. Oh, and see what happened. No, he froze. Yeah, he, no, no, he's he's. Yeah, I mean, he physically froze. He's tripping balls right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Yari. I know in Finland, uh, winter might not be the best time to be outside while you're having. Oh a no, it's the episode. best. Do it. Uh, make sure you bundle up if you do go outside. Um, yeah. yeah, you might forget if you're tripping really hard. Yeah. Uh, Why am I so cold? It's so awesome. Look, my toe is black. Ah. I'm gonna play Anthony's other message. Here we go. Hi, everybody. It's Anthony from Moab. Um, it's cooking time. So what you're going to need is a pan, one chicken breast, a jalapeno, um, your choice of two cheeses and anywhere from five to seven strips of bacon. What you're going to do, 
is you are going to take the fat end of the chicken breast and you're going to slide it, you're going to cut like a cavern inside of it about as long as the knife blade don't do not puncture out of the chicken um so after you do that you take your jalapeno and you cut it long ways in half um then you put let's say cheddar cheese and maybe cream cheese or something like that inside the jalapeno and then you take the jalapeno and you shove it inside the chicken then what you're going to do is from the length of the chicken breast you wrap a piece of bacon around it that way mm -hmm. and all that's doing is holding the cheese in when it's cooking so it doesn't all come out of the chicken that's all the bacon um, and then you're going to wrap the remainder of your bacon around the chicken boom 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 right then you i like barbecue grilling so take the chicken out to the grill and cook it and oh also you're gonna need some barbecue sauce do that and you're gonna have a delicious dinner thanks everybody hope you're safe um talk to you later wow thank you yeah. anthony that's not the recipe I mean, that i want to hear when i'm trying to uh, when i'm trying to be vegan in january oh <laughs> stop whining uh, i'm just saying i'm speaking from the heart uh cassandra how's your dry january going oh it's done oh okay <laughs> yeah yeah a right. short month yeah I'm, yeah I'm thinking i might end it sooner than later i but... didn't smoke pot i just like i'm not a pot person and i just needed something yeah yeah i don't think it's nice to do in a pandemic no no i i agree um how's but i'm it's i'm sticking to the weekends and then tuesdays and i only had like two two trulies oh true you've changed to trulies this episode brought what you i have in my fridge trulies. i'm not buying any alcohol all right how's lance mountain doing it's good we're not eating bad and drinking for two weeks. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to having a drink, I have to say. Uh -huh. um, but it is a stark reminder of like my recycling bin is like a third of the <laughs> way full. You know, uh, unlike it was getting things. really depressing taking those bottles out to the recycling in my yard and, and I dump them in there and just like thousands of clink, shards clink, clink, of glass. Clink, 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 clink. Like, fuck. That's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. 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 But it, 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 so I buy it in the barrels now. So it's like oh, just roll I, barrels. Yeah. <laughs> if you buy the wine in a bag, <laughs> there's no clink, 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 clink. I have it. I have it pumped in like, like hot water. Yeah. Uh, these are trying times. And let me guys, let me give you guys a tip. What you do is you drink it all on the way home and toss the bottle out the window before you park. Yeah. Yikes. Mm. Yeah. Is that why you stopped drinking? Wow. Someday Whoa. we'll find out. He won't. He, he's not going to give it up tonight. Uh, what was your favorite drink? I think I asked you this before, but if you if you could have one drink, John, what would it be? Uh well, I I think Macallan eighteen. Yes. Uh, is probably my favorite. I think Macallan eighteen is better than Macallan twenty five, and it's it's the smoothest. It's just delicious. John, what is a, what is McAllen whiskey? Whiskey, ah, uh, yeah, Scotch. Uh, John and I have had several fun nights drinking whiskey. 
Yeah. <clears throat> um, fond memories. Yeah, I developed a, uh, a taste for single malt scotch when I was doing some kind of freelance thing for an extended period of time, and I had a lot of money. And then I didn't have that money anymore, but I still liked scotch. And single malt scotch is is about as dumb as being addicted to cocaine. It's really fucking expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, so Cassandra, do you have anything that that did you bring a game or or we don't have to play a game? Okay. Uh, so we do have the the last episode, right, uh, Steve? I mean, you wrote you wrote it, and it reaches a conclusion, right? No, no, it doesn't. Okay, May, so. or maybe it, it depends right. on how well it does. So, who wants to uh, take on the next writing bit? <clears throat> I think it's Cassandra's turn. Okay, well, but it, but is this Buzzsaw four? It's up to you. It's it's, it's what, up to you. You you take oh. a look at it, and we'll and if you have everybody out there, if you have, want a character, tweet at Cassandra. That's Cass Cardenas, um, or you can email us, and we'll we'll make sure that she gets a character whatever give a funny or not a funny name give a name and um let us know some a little something about this character and we'll try to i think it makes sense that like ricky vicky and re or ricky dicky and re your texas friends just didn't have the legs on them that we were hoping they would yeah yeah it was fun yeah I think. Well, yeah. See what I did, and see if you think it's oh, worth yeah. keep going. I, I, or... have, I have notes for you, Steve. Do you? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll bring him next week. <laughs> I'm kidding, Dick. So I'm totally okay. kidding. God, so sensitive. He's the most. I'm sensitive very sensitive. I like to dispense with the dickery. I do not like to absorb it. Oh, yeah. I see. So I do not. I do not do well with criticism. Oh shoot! I have an audition for a grandpa. Grandpa. <laughs> I thought you quit the business. No, I still, I'm still, I'm. Uh, yeah, they, you never quit. You're oh, always yeah. hanging on. If if the UPN said we're going to put you in the Cas Cardina show as uh, elderly Asian guy number two, you'd be like, "Hey, I quit. I'm the role Hollywood is, cold. This is like crazy. This is my first grandpa. I am going out for Grandpa Green. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Sad. What a role is a role. I'll do it. It's an true. Actor X. Yeah. Um, an actor drives to the West Side to stand in a room. So no tips now. Be a grandfather. A big pardon. You could easily be a grandfather mathematically. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I have uh, uh, several people from my high school who are grandparents now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wear the slippers. That's that. You'll book it just walking in. I'm going yeah, to to come from off screen. I'm going to mic, mic my feet. Don't even read the script. Get his sizes. No, no, okay, just so you guys know, I told Steve this. I've got new slippers that are closed heeled. They don't they don't <laughs> shuffle along. It was all the slippers, okay? Okay? Are you hearing me? No. <laughs> Say it louder. Marty. I want you to scream. You shuffle when you're wearing athletic footwear. It's nothing to do with the slippers. Yeah, it's not the slippers. This is my. Fr- I'm. I don't know how I feel about playing a grandpa. Oh, uh, uh, you're fine. No, I mean. Well, uh, are they going to pay, pay you a yeah, daily yeah. rate, Jack? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, you, you had a good life. life. We're we're paying you old man rate. Um. Oh wow, that's so crazy. All right. 
Uh, what is your fan base going to think? Uh, <laughs> right? They're going to go crazy. Right. Uh, all right. So on that note, uh, do you guys have anything you guys want to uh, plug? What's what's on uh, Trashy Trashy this week? Trashy Trashy new episode comes out or came out on Monday. Are you trash cans or trash cans? I believe is the episode title. Um, Erica's on it. Super fucking funny. I am on it. Just kind of man. Don't sell yourself short. Just <laughs> no matter what, you always know that Erica's going to be there. So you, you I know. do the Anchor FM ad now, as opposed to Erica. So that's an update because the one that she recorded prior was too quiet, and so I uh, I re-recorded. And um, yeah, I'm pretty good at reading copy. Cassandra, you're the funniest person on this podcast. So you got. Well, that. I know, but the- well, that's like saying like. <laughs> <laughs> the, the tallest one of the lily l- lollipop guild. This doesn't fucking make a difference when I'm just like poor and female and all that shit, you know? Yep. You know what's funny is I was on one of these. I forgot which one told me. I think it was like my bank account checking my credit score or whatever. And it told me the average credit score for my area. Yeah. Oh boy. Which is six seventy nine, and I said, "I bet Kruger would like that fat." <laughs> <laughs> the brand is strong. The average credit score for Eastside Los Angeles six seventy nine, baby. That'll, that'll get you right into a Kia Soul. No money down. Money down. Oh, okay. Got to. Got to. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately. Uh, John, who's on this week's episode of? Uh, you know uh, Yogi's it. teammates from AmeriCorps. Oh, so it's oh boy! <laughs> Mike Cumgutters, yeah. O'Reilly. No, guys, no, stop, please. Janet, don't. The, the vice grip per mill. What's bad about calling Sullivan. him a lover? Maybe dick lips. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now oh, I these people. Misha, oatmeal, <laughs> pussy, O'Reilly. Oh. <laughs> Now I can't do it. I'm gonna have to have somebody else host. God Almighty, you guys are awful. And who else? That's those. This for this uh for those people. This oatmeal uh and uh, <laughs> pussy lips McGee. What's her, what was her name? Pussy and the uh, and double penetrator. Uh, oh, Jesus. Triple a, triple anal Dave. <laughs> and then there's uh, the guy with cum on his face. Uh, yeah. I don't. Remember. His name's Shay. Just Shay. Shay, yeah. Handsome fellow, uh, that Shay. And then there's Bottom. <laughs> bottom. Um, that's all we know. His name is Bottom. Uh, yeah, so that's going to happen. Um, Which player has a crooked dick and... <laughs> Shay. Shay is smiling. Yeah. All right, so people can... Awful. A hook, yes. and we started. It's so funny. We started watching. We just sort of stumbled onto Lupin. We started watching it. It's really fun, and then it turns out it's the biggest thing on Netflix. It's bigger than like everybody's watching it. Yeah. So what? this is the. It's based on a an, an early twentieth century spy novel series. It's called Lupin or whatever Lupin, um, and uh, it's been adapted uh, as uh, anime. Like Miyazaki directed one of his. The first movie he directed was a Lupin film. Oh yeah, called the Castle of Cagliostro. Uh, it's great, really, really funny. 
and then this is a retelling. It's in France, though, and not um, not a Japanese. The main production. character is not Lupin. It's a, a guy who loves the books. And right. He uses Lupin. 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 Um, so you've been watching that. Oh, that that was the other homework. Was people were supposed to watch something? What did you guys watch this week? Nothing. We didn't. That wasn't homework last week. Yeah, it was. I said watch something interesting this week, and bring it back. No, you said that to your wife. Was that? A, <laughs> did I get burned? Fucking got him. I was got that burned. a burn? I got a sick burn. I don't think that was a burn. That was oh. just that was just more middle aged confusion. Yes, exactly. Not middle aged because Marty's a grandpa. I'm a grandpa, grandpa now. Marty. Yeah. Congratulations to me. Uh, I had an audition for a bus driver last week, so oh, you know. Well, we're all just doing our best. Yep. Uh, Steve, did you watch anything this week new? I watched Food Wars, which is an anime show. Anime? That's not anime. That's now on Crunchyroll, which is on. They just got sold to Amazon or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or I don't know. Uh, he got. Saw it. He, you got froze up. You have to repeat what you said. Because Crun- uh, it's on Crunchyroll. Is it good? So, anime. Uh, it- Animated. It's animated. It is it is about uh food and cooking and it makes me very uncomfortable because it when people eat delicious food, they have like a food anime orgasm mm. and shit gushes out of them and tentacles. And Steve already s- has his, his pants around his ankles while he's I know. I mean, so. but like the I'm like, I can only beat off like three times in a half an hour, and there's like three food orgasms. Oh my god. Three times it's, in a half an hour. That's impressive. That's it impressive. is so fucking high stakes, and yet it's just about cooking. It's a kid at a cooking school whose dad taught him how to cook and that's that's that's, that's it. the amazing thing about a lot of these asian series is making these very uh mundane uh situations like high stakes so i'm yeah. watching a korean drama right now called uh, familiar wife and it takes it's a bunch of like bank tellers and it somehow manages to get very high stakes and and intense and it's really it's a really actually it started out not so great, but it's turned out to be pretty awesome, I have to say. It's really, really good. Mm. Uh, the basic premise is that uh, a guy who's in a, a very unhappy marriage, like extremely unhappy marriage, he uh, goes back in time and he has a moment where he could have uh, chose, he had the choice between two women and he goes back and chooses the other woman. And then he, relives his whole life and all of a sudden his ex-wife or the wife from the other fork is w- working with him and so it's a, like a workplace comedy with an ex his ex-wife kind of but nobody knows that that or he, he can't tell anybody that he knows everything about her and it's great it's really really funny and um yeah just an interesting way of the is the, it a cartoon uh, no, no, this is live action. But there's like a mundane sort of uh, a way that they bring drama and comedy and high stakes into something really mundane, which I think that uh, in a way that not even The Office did, because The Office always did things that were absurd. You never actually really felt that they were working at a paper factory. It could have been anywhere, you know, like they mentioned reams here and there. But um, yeah, uh, it. it they ne- you never saw them really working. It was like goofing off at work. And here they're actually working and it's kind of um, interesting. So that that was my um, watch this week. 
So do do you guys have any recommendations for what we should do for next week? I'm watching this new thing called The Wire. It's very, very good. It's set in the early 2000s in Baltimore, uh-huh. and that's when it was made. Oh, I was going to say a period. Have piece? you ever heard of it? The no, Wire? Never heard it's of it. very good. No? Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, I think I'm the first person to notice that it's really good. All right. All right. Well, we, we can talk about it next week. Uh, I'm watching the IT crowd. Oh, oh, oh um, more timely stuff. That's a fun one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that that is surprising. I'm a big Richard Iwade fan. He's very yeah. funny. Um, Everybody on the show is hilarious. Mm-hmm. How about the uh, uh, WandaVision? Did you guys watch WandaVision? I, I'm contractually obligated as a member of uh, the original geek squad. Uh, no, I, I plan to, to watch it. So have you watched it yet, John? Oh yeah, we watched it the second it came out. Okay, it's very interesting and weird. I read the yeah, the I didn't get it. But I read the uh, comic maybe book. you have to keep watching it. Uh, I think yeah. you have to, which is risky. But, it's yeah. loosely based on a comic book that was really excellent about uh, this sort of suburban view of uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch. Um, but I think it strays and it goes more into the the multimedia part of it, the the television part of it, which sounds really interesting. So I'm going to check it out. Yeah. The first, the first episode was uh, shot and had a, 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 a opening credits like "I Love Lucy," and the second one was like "Bewitched." And at the end of the second one, color comes in, and there's this subplot, you know, that's basically something's like they're trapped in some. Wait, whoa, whoa! I don't want to. Don't don't spoil it, please. All um, right. Yeah. Um, thanks. Yeah. Um, I, I guess they got. Uh, dick van dyke to consult uh for the show which is pretty cool he's a hero of mine uh all right on that note uh so let's talk uh vision and scarlet witch next week so if you want to watch it to, uh, with us we'll, please do and we'll bring it up next week um and check everyone's stuff out that we talked about just now um trashy trashy and you know it and steve's webcam his password is uh dog poop in dog poop letters all caps right steve yes how's uh subterra coming oh uh we're i'm actually gonna read episode four tonight and give notes and we're gonna have eight new ones so i'm very excited oh yeah good so you've got three in the can then? Yeah, we wrote you out. Fair. Did I tell I, you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, it, 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 Based on what happened in the first uh, first uh, series, it makes sense that Marty's character would suddenly be gone. because no, 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 no. He's being voiced by someone else. He's mm. being do they Do they do a good job about being Marty? Uh, they do have a, a very pronounced stutter and a speech impediment. Isn't this so a, a lot of editing? Impediment? N- 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 <laughs> I was. Uh, I said this on the podcast. Don't make fun of our, times, but... our new president like that, Joe Biden. Oh, he, he's a stutterer. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh wow, mm-hmm. I'm good I for him. Trying to watch him speak for more than five minutes. It's like, oh Joe, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Don't don't fall asleep. Don't stutter. It's gonna be okay. Say the right words. All right. On that note, we will see. Oh, email us noonerpodcast at gmail.com nooner. Uh, podcast on the Twitter, and we will see you next Tuesday. Hit that
has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.